we appreciate our visitors that are here on today, and we hope that you enjoy yourself and feel uh, the presence of the Lord while you are here. Um, I have been praying and um, searching the Scriptures and also the Spirit of God for uh, some days um, about some particular issues and talking with some, with some people and, and knowing some struggles and some individual battles that are, some people are fighting today. Some of them are health issues. Others are financial issues uh, and different things. The Lord give me some scriptures that I want to share with you today. And if you allow this, uh, this pastor for just give me a little, little while, I want to share something with you that I believe you can take with you today that will encourage you and give you the strength to continue to fight the battle, not give up, but to know that God, His ultimate purpose will uh, succeed in your life. We're going to go to in the book of Genesis, the 25th chapter, and we're going to read verses 21 through 23 as our text today. Genesis 25, verses 21 through 23. Now, this is what it reads like. Now, Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife. Because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? Now, I'm going to tell you what, I think everybody somewhere in their life have had that question. If, if God is for me, what, what's going on here? If this is the fulfillment of a promise, why am I going through this? Amen. If all is well... That preacher last Sunday told me I shouldn't worry about nothing. But if all, and all's well, if I live God, if all's well, why am I going through this hell? All I can tell you, if you feel like you're walking through hell, keep walking. Don't stop. Hallelujah. If you stop, you'll end up there. (laughs) Amen. Glory. If all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Mm, My, my, my. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Fathers, we come today. We thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being in your house again. 
And now, Lord, as we go to sit at your table to feast from your word, I'm asking, God, that you will not and will rest upon me to be able to, to deliver the word the way that you see fit and also let your anointing rest upon the hearts of the people that you can speak to each and every one's to everyone's particular need here today. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. and you can be seated. From the verses of Scripture that we have just read, by the grace of God, I want to speak to you on a subject titled, The Struggle of Destiny. The Struggle of Destiny. Now, destiny is defined as a predetermined course leading to a determined end. That's what destiny is defined of, according to Mr. Webster. A predetermined course leading to a determined end. Now, if you are born again, child of the king, I can start off by letting you know, if you're a born-again child of king, your final destiny is to be in heaven with the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's your final destiny, and no enemy in or out of hell can stop that from happening. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you're a born-again child of God, your destiny is is in heaven, and the devil can't do nothing about it. Hallelujah. But if you refuse to surrender your life to Christ, your final destiny, according to the book of Revelation, is the second death, which is the lake of fire, and nothing you can try, no good works you can do. Hallelujah. Sitting on a church pew, shaking a preacher's hand, and putting money in the offering, and all other good deeds can't stop that from happening. That's gospel. Because we're not saved by our works. We're saved by what? Somebody tell me. Grace! Woo! Hallelujah! Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little something beginning to boil up here now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But now what I want us to consider today is the struggle of destiny for the children of God. You see, all God's children has a purpose and a plan designed by God for your life. Hallelujah. Before you reach your final destiny. Now what I'm trying to say is, God's got a purpose for you. He's got a calling for you. He's got a work for you before you get to that eternal home I'm talking about. Hallelujah. He's got a work and He's got a course for your life while you're still here on this planet. But just because you are destined doesn't mean everything will fall into place without a struggle. Amen. Just because God's hand is upon you, I'm not like some of these TV preachers who drive Bentleys, amen, and owns two or three jets. I'm not going to tell you that if you give your life to Christ and all your money to them, everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. 
God does not tell us that we will not have afflictions and troubles and trials in this life. Matter of fact, the Word of God says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Oh, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Hallelujah. Somebody give Him praise. Hallelujah. Don't be concerned about me this morning if this may be the first time you're hearing this short, heavy-set preacher preach. I've been told a hundred times. Let's see. He's around here somewhere, Cody. He told me he knows first day and the first Sunday he came here, he thought he was going to have to come do Amen. CPR me before it's over with the way my face was getting all red and the way I was going. He just knew I was fixing to go out. Hallelujah. But I'm feeling the Lord and I'm doing all right. Hallelujah. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. My Lord. Hallelujah. So just because you are destined don't mean everything is going to work out just like that real easy and fall into place. Hallelujah. In other words, God-ordered destiny doesn't come easy. In fact, nothing in your life worthwhile will ever be easy. My daddy told me, grow up, he said, boy, if you want something, you're going to have to work for it. Don't expect somebody to hand it to you. You're going to have to go out and get it. And it's the same way with serving God. If you want some of God, you've got to reach out and take it. Hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's not going to come easy. Don't expect it to be easy. You can follow the lives of all the patriarchs in the Scripture. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. The list goes on and on. And every one of them, look at your neighbor and say all of them. All of them had to struggle for their destiny. And talking about history, the greatest struggle of destiny that ever took place was on a rugged hillside known as a place of a skull. The greatest struggle of any destiny. Amen. And struggled for you today so you could have a hope, so you could have a future. Glory to God, and you should give him praise for that. He loves you more than your mama. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He struggled for me. He laid it down for me. There used to be a Songbook we had in one of the churches. My dad passed growing up. Said he could have called ten thousand angels to destroy the world and to set him free. They didn't. Hey, 
I read, I read an article not long ago uh, about this guy printing a book going out. And let me tell you something. If you happen to see it, amen, don't pick it up. Don't buy it. Amen, walk by it. The name of the book is about the murder of Jesus. I'm going to tell you something. My Lord wasn't murdered. They didn't take his life, brother. He willingly laid it down. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed and he struggled. As, and his sweat became so thick. Amen. And the little capillaries in his forehead began to burst. And blood mixed with sweat. Hallelujah. He said, oh, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. That was a struggle for your destiny. They didn't murder him. They didn't take his life. He laid it down. Hallelujah. And so there's always been a struggle. There's always been a struggle. There's going to be a struggle in your life. There's going to be adversity. There's going to be everything that you can imagine. But the greatest glory... While everything seems like it's falling apart, you can still manage to muster up a praise. And you can say, Jesus, I love you. you in this message today about the struggle of your destiny. The first point, I want to talk a little bit about your security. Your security. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to know today, there's not too many things in this world
shaking their head and thinking about that, but it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be long gone before I get there anyway. So, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, but there is something you can count on. There's a security that you can have that you can't get nowhere else. Your security. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Old Testament. And I'm going to read it to you today from God's Word translation. It's Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. I love this. This is Jehovah Jireh. Anybody know what Jehovah Jireh means? That name? My provider. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Amen. I know God says the plans that I have for you. Somebody look at They are plans for peace and not a disaster. Plans to give you a future and a and filled a future filled with hope. Glory! That's real security. That's real security right there. Rebecca received joy when she realized that she was with child. For a long time, her and her husband, they didn't think they was going to be able to have no children. Back in those days, there wasn't no uh, sperm banks and there wasn't other in vitro and fertilization and all that kind of stuff. If But you see, there was a destiny for her. There was a destiny for her husband. They were going to have children. And from the bloodline of those children, she's going to come to Satan. So, what was the scripture that I read? It said that Isaac pleaded with the Lord. He prayed and he sought God. God, please, touch my wife. Heal her. Make her that she can give birth. And when Rebecca realized she was with child, she thought, God has answered my prayer. Hallelujah. I'm with child. It's going to be the sound of a baby in this house before too long. So joy overtook her. A lot of times when we come to Christ and we experience the thrill of that relationship and the power that comes, we have a joy. We feel that change. And we say, man, there... I've never been like this before. 
Nothing quite like this has ever been in my life before. But it wasn't long. It wasn't long that while on the journey to the promise, come on now, while she was on journey to receive her promise, there was a struggle took place. And she thought she was going to die. There was no painkillers. She couldn't get no over here. None of that stuff. And the struggle of these children was so intense. She thought she was going to die. Hallelujah. But her security, listen to what I'm saying right here, right now. Her security was in God's hands, not in the hands of her circumstance.
to the Lord speaking through this message today. Hallelujah. If God's got a plan for you, can't nothing stop it. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 27. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Glory to God. Do you hear what the Word is saying today, church? Hallelujah. You might be struggling right now. Your world might be falling apart. Hallelujah. Nothing you praying about a particular thing might seem to be to happen. But listen, hold on to God and trust God because God says I've got it purposed. And can't nobody know what I've got in plan. Hallelujah. Can't nobody stop it. Glory to God. Mm. Another point that I want to share with you before I close. And that is, your dilemma is not your demise. Take a minute or two to savor on this. Your dilemma is not your demise. I don't care what hardship has hit you head on in your life. It is not your demise. God's got a plan for you. And if you trust Him, I don't care if you're struggling in the dirt. When God pulls you up, just get ready to brush off and go on into your destiny. Come on, clap your hand for Jesus. I want to give you one final scripture to go along with that. It's found in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 7 through 9. Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth. He says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. It amazes me this precious Holy Ghost power God gives us to live in these vessels of clay. Do you realize how much glory and power you have when you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit in your life? Hallelujah. That the excellency of the power might be of God and not in us. Right. 
Hallelujah. Amen. See, God does things to where He gets the glory, not us. And if we really love Him, we want to give Him the glory for everything. But listen to this. Remember what we, we told you. We're talking about your dilemma is not your demise. Paul said we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not what? Destroyed. Cast down, but not destroyed. Your dilemma is not your demise. Hallelujah. Yes, the devil may want to destroy you. Satan may want to take you out, but he can't touch you. Hallelujah. Because you are a child of the King. Hallelujah. Royal blood flows through your veins. Glory to God. You may be troubled. You may go through all kinds of stuff. Hallelujah. But there's a struggle going on and it's a struggle for your destiny and you've got to trust God. God, every step of the way, you will be an overcomer. Hallelujah. I'm asking Brother Darrell to come on up right now. Get a course ready. In the pain and suffering, We become like Rebecca. God, if it's meant to be, how come I'm in this shape? Why am I going through this, Lord? God, is if, if this is an answer of prayer, if you are with me, why is it that I feel like I'm dying? There's got to be a struggle. To fulfill your destiny. Anybody remember a young man in the Bible by the name of Joseph? His dad made him a coat of many colors. He had a destiny. His brother said he was just a dreamer. Not every, can I tell you this today? Not everybody's going to understand your dream. Not everybody's going to understand your goals and aspirations. Matter of fact, there'll be some people may even be like, like Joseph, his own brothers, hated him for his dream. <laughs> he was destined to be the second behind Pharaoh in Egypt so he could save his people. But first he ended up in a dry well in a pit. Do you think in that pit he prayed the same, could pray the same prayer like Rebecca? Lord, Lord, if my dream you gave me was right, why am I in this pit? And then his brothers sold him as a slave to some Amalekites headed to Egypt. Then he gets down there and things begin to look like they're improving. He's put on by a man by the name of Potiphar. And he, he, he gets cleaned up. 
Hallelujah. And everything's looking good. Then all of a sudden, a lie is told on him. He goes to jail. God, if those dreams you gave me back years ago were real, why am I in this Egyptian prison? Do you hear what I'm saying today? There's a struggle with destiny. Oh, but when the time was right, Brother Jeff, when the famine hit in Egypt, nobody had no food. Joseph had the keys to the storehouse hanging around his belt. (laughs) And all of Egypt come to him to buy grain. He was the man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So next time the devil tries to slap you around, amen, and make you want to give up church and give up God and give up everything else because your struggles, hallelujah, said don't. You just look at that devil and say, all right, the day's coming, devil. I'm going to be the man. You're going to be under my feet. Hallelujah. Glory! Stand to your feet right now. As Brother Darrell sings, if you like to come to the altar to pray, the altars are open.